Hello, and welcome to My Dog Will Eat My Face, episode, well, I guessed, series two, episode eight. Today, I want to talk about something that I know in many circles is seen as rather dull and common, hardly anything infrequent, and you'll soon see what I mean by that, but I want to talk about it in particular with my situation, because it has meant so much to me as I go through this slow dying process and as yet some others on this earth beat me to it and manage to off themselves somehow expeditiously (laughs) before I get around to it. So let me explain. I really want to illustrate the importance of telling those around you your feelings about them when you're here. I know that is, again, rather mundane and common, and that's why I called it that. But there's a different gravitas to it when you yourself are faced with your final hours of life as I am and the importance of doing this uh, becomes so incredibly underscored that I just had to take at least one episode and share its importance with my listeners. So that's what we're going to do today. And I plan to share it with my overall principles in mind and also with some direct experiences that I have had, again, to underscore the importance of sharing your feelings with those around while you can. I know there's, (laughs) it's almost in the ending scene of every other movie, I think. Go home, hug your daughter, or, or suffocate your kid, or or, I I don't know, take your wife on a train ride to Baltimore. I don't know, just crazy stuff, you know, where they say, oh, go do it, go, you know, express your love for so-and-so. You see that a lot just in the movies, at least lately I've been watching movies and that seems to come up a lot. (laughs) Uh, But... It just kind of 
You know, when I watch it, it just kind of goes over my head and splatters on the wall behind me and, and is relinquished of any real meaning. <laughs> because it's a movie about an alien attack or, or something asinine that, uh, that is triggering this emotional reaction. Now I know I've got a couple listeners saying, hey, an alien attack is not asinine, dude. I know it. It's going to happen. But that aside, it still loses its meaning <laughs> when incorporated into some larger pro- plot. It's It's inserted, I think, just for the emotional people in the audience to feel more at home with the film. But it's just as forgotten, it's as quickly forgotten as it is said. Again, even with me, someone in hospice, someone who you would think that would register heavily with me. And it does register heavily with me, but just not in the context of, of... But, you know, I don't know, James Woods saving the day again. I, I just, I just don't feel it. So, hopefully this episode is a little bit more than that, coming from someone who is in the active process of dying, and who has act, actually exercised this, this, activity and I've been very fortunate to have done so and again I'll, I'll, I'll get more into that as time goes on but that's going to be our target for today I hope it doesn't for you, because uh, like I said, it's not uncommon, but hopefully my personal views on it and personal experience with it will perhaps add some color and some, as I said, gravitas to it to underscore the meaning a little bit more for the listeners here today. So to start off, let's touch on what does it really mean to to say these things and to incorporate that within your life. Now, I personally think it just mitigates regret. And 
it's just that simple. Because when I look back in my life, the things that I regret the most are not the things I've done, but the things I haven't done. So by virtue of saying these things aloud to whomever it may be, expressing myself to them, I feel that uh, regret overall is, as I said, mitigated. It's somewhat it's somewhat managed, to put it another way. And I think that's part also of living a, quote, full life. And that's something I've touched on ad nauseum with in the podcast throughout the years. Um, to have a full life behind you. And I really do think that this, that is saying these things to people you love, to express to them your feelings, and to not be afraid to do that, is is just that. It, it does include... Well, maybe not include, it enhances a full life, is a way to put it. And as I said, it reduces the regret. You never want to regret, gosh, I wish I said to so-and-so, yada, yada, yada. To put it flatly, you never want to regret Oh, I wish I told my my friend that I loved them before they died. Because that is a pretty horrible feeling. So I think that's key. is that you just don't want to be put into that situation. And what's more, I think that what you say and how you say it reflects on your overall character as a person. And when it does so, it lasts indeed forever. Again, this goes back to my crazy personal beliefs that everything we say and do, in essence, lasts forever. Because it can never be undone. You can't unring that bell once you have said or done something. So, in a sense, yes, every single thing you do 
lasts forever. And if one of those things that you do is express a wholesome love for people before they're they're lost and before it's too late, that, in my mind, is a very solid reflection of one's own character. And it's something that would have to be exercised and built upon every single day of your life. When I was um, back in Orlando prison, (laughs) I uh, composed a quick writing on a similar subject that kind of reflects some of my ideals here and that saying your feelings about someone is not just a one-time thing. It is something you build into your daily character and into your life. So it becomes something that's a part of you. And I can share what I wrote in in prison. It was on the topic of integrity, but I, I strongly think that what I have composed is also a reflection of saying the right thing and saying the feelings you have for someone whenever you're given the opportunity to do so. So, Integrity. When considering integrity, I ponder not just the concepts of honesty or truthfulness, but rather the concept of being whole or solid or reliable. This underscores the fact that integrity is not just the result of a singular act, but is, rather, a state of being, a process with no terminus. When I consider my recent past, I note how my general character suffered I was not intact, nor whole, nor solid. 
The reasons of these states were many. And it'd be lazy to I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> well, we'll move on to the next sentence. <laughs> this happens, folks. This happens. Or maybe I'll just edit this out later. Yeah, I'll just edit this out. My sense <laughs> well, wait, my sense of self was I gotta stop laughing. Okay. My sense of self was crumbling. My virtues of loyalty, courage, reliability, rationality, and honesty all suffered. Ergo, my integrity of my wholeness suffered and collapsed. One must therefore not think of integrity as a single act, nor even a primary state. It is a process exercised without rest and is the secondary state derived from the strength of one's virtues practiced each day. It is the reformed metal of the ore extracted from daily life. So, apart from the section, which I could not read, the sentence, the mystery sentence, I, I do feel that what was composed there is highly reflective as well of sane the right thing to those you love. And again, I'll just edit out that portion I couldn't read. <laughs> I'll take that out in editing. Um, yeah, I think I think it's reflective of of that virtue as well. So that's why I I couldn't help but think of what I had written with respect to integrity when I was considering this topic. Now, in the topic, I talk about how it's ingrained in your daily life, in your daily practice. It's something that you exercise on a constant basis. 
with no terminus. So next, I want to share a few areas where I have done what I'm describing here in today's podcast. And I am forever grateful that I did what I did. So as I count, well not count, but as I reflect upon the times I've said I love you or shared my feelings with someone dear to me, there's one in particular that sticks out the most, and that's my mother who passed away just a couple years ago, shortly after I entered hospice care. Her passing was a shock to a lot of us. But I do remember a few days before she passed, maybe maybe the day before, I was desperately trying to get her on the phone just to check in on her. Finally, I caught her on her way to a procedure, passing the nurse's station where I had run into. And she got on the phone and (laughs) you'd You could hear the change in my voice from being almost like a Karen (laughs) to the poor uh, nurse uh, desk staff. And then when I heard my mom's voice come on and pick up the phone, It just went to an immediate, soft, hey. (laughs) And I asked if she was all right. And she said she was fine. doing a lot of procedures. But 
I did get her on the phone and did tell her how much I loved her. I was very <laughs> forceful <laughs> in getting through to her just to say those words of how much I loved her. She, of course, returned. How much she loved me, but said she had to continue on to her procedure. I reluctantly said, okay. <laughs> I didn't know at the time, how could anyone know? But that was the last time I would ever speak to my mother again. It was the next day. Call the main nurse's desk, and again, I her nurse, some guy, asked to speak to my mother. He said she's undergoing chest compressions right now, and I was confused. I didn't know what that meant. Like. Wait, what do you mean? She chest compressions now? What? And then this guy said simply, I'm sorry. And I just knew what that meant. And slowly hung up the phone. But that was another peculiar feeling, knowing that I was on the phone. Trying to reach my mother during her last moment. Even though it's a very sad, heart-wrenching story, I am so glad I told her how much I love her. I am so glad I did that.
That was the most profound experience I've had in my life. Second one I want to say was with a friend of mine who also died very recently, died a couple of weeks ago, committed suicide, as I shared in my suicide podcast. There was a moment months and months and months prior where he and I got into a little bit of a fight. Not like a fist scuffed fight, you know. Just a little Oh, yeah, bitchy fight. <laughs> and I and I was kind of a kind of a jerk. <laughs> if you can believe it. <laughs> anyway, a couple months later, before he died, I took it upon myself to give him a call and saying I apologize for that. That was uncalled for. And he said that that made his night, that that made him feel so much better. Although he did kill himself a couple months later. But still, sad story, but I'm glad that I I'm glad that I said I was sorry. Finally, a third example I got to be careful with because this is actually an active listener to my podcast. But my father, who I love dearly, and I tell him that whenever we have a phone call, we share that we love each other. And so there can never be a time where I can say, oh, I wish I told them what I felt. I tell them what I feel all the time. <laughs> so I don't have any chance of that regret, which is obviously a good thing. If should he ever pass. Or, hey, if I should pass.
detail. And those examples, even though they're kind of sad, the father one not so much, but the others were kind of sad. Even though that's the case, I'm glad that I took the time to say how I feel to those individuals. That gives me a lot of relief. That I will not end up feeling regret with respect to these individuals. And frankly, any other, every other time I share what I feel, if I share what I feel, that gives me a bonus. If I feel me, I don't what I feel. And there's another thing, too. I give compliments when they're due. A lot of people don't do this. I go out of my way to go to someone's boss or something to give them a compliment if they're providing good service. And I, I strongly think that that is a really good thing to do because people need to know when what they're doing is a good job. That's how I feel anyway. People need to know not just when they screwed up, they need to know when what they're doing is a good thing. It's a good job they're doing. That kind of falls into that category. You have to tell people good job. So, I recommend doing that <laughs> whenever you get the chance. So, as I close out this week's podcast, I say, say what you feel. Be sure those you love know it. Daily even. You never know what that move or statement is the very last. 
And as I say this, my dog has just approached me and is furiously giving me kisses. <laughs> so, I got one good listener here, my dog. He's uh, He apparently was listening. <laughs> so now he's uh, you know, just going to town. <laughs> Um, that's what it comes down to, though, is saying what you feel. And doing it so you don't regret never saying it. And not giving your emotions the appropriate share that they do absolutely deserve. But with that, I'll probably close out today's podcast. And I know last week I did skip a podcast. I apologize. I was not feeling 100%. I'm still not feeling 100%. You know, this is really hard work when you're slowly decaying. Yesterday I did a lot of cleaning and walking the dog because workers were here and they made a big mess and oh my god, it was a disaster. Anyway, yesterday was physically very demanding. And so today, <laughs> today alone, I've been pretty much bedridden. I've been stuck in bed all day. And maybe, hopefully, after this podcast, I'll have enough muster to get in the shower. <laughs> after being thrown thrown to the bed for days on end, pretty much. But, uh, that's partially why I didn't record a podcast last week. I wasn't feeling great. I was feeling vastly fatigued. And this, this is hard to do. This is hard to talk for. Um, an hour or close to that, you know, if, uh, if your body is giving out on you, it doesn't, it doesn't like it when you do that. <laughs> so I apologize. There was, yeah, there was no podcast last week, but nope, didn't die. Nothing, nothing that bad. And, uh, Hopefully we'll be back on, on schedule. So, I encourage you to follow the podcast. Uh, turn on notifications so you're notified when a new podcast does go out. And if you really want to help the podcast, go to patreon.com slash my dog will eat my face 
And I think with all that being said, that's it. And I'll feed the same.